Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. to Broad Street Hockey Radio. That's right, BSH Radio. The season is upon us. It is the hockey equivalent to Christmas Eve. We have a jam-packed show. I really don't even have enough time for an intro. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of Fun and Games for the evening. Let's get right into it, because we have to knock out this whole outline in an hour, gang. I believe we can do it, so we let can. me lead We it. never have. We did just <laughs> last week. We did it. So we're going to start off with, I'm going to throw it to the fly by herself, Kelly Henkel. So I would like to thank Dave Hextall and Ron Hextall, because I thought I was going to be able to ease into this season, but uh, it's like I never left. I'm in mid-season frustration form instantly. I've been trying to tell you people that nothing is going to change. What? What are you frustrated over? Well, you see, somehow Jordan Wheel has become the odd man out of the lineup. Yuri Laterra is starting game one. Okay. It's eh. who cares about the fourth center? Because we could have a better one. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I guess. Yeah, yes. Let's throw it over to Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. So we didn't get to talk about this on this show, but Yuri Laterra is a drug lord. Allegedly. Is an alleged drug lord. And it cracks me up. No, we talked about it. No, we talked about it on Ice Sport. No, we talked about mm-hmm. it on the show too. We like, just it. last week, right? Yeah, it happened. Yeah. I thought right it was just gritty. No, mm-hmm. no, we had your. We pushed last okay. week to Wednesday as well, and it happened on like Monday or Tuesday. All right. Well, he's still on the team, so yes, <laughs> obviously. I've never liked him more. The fly, I, I honestly haven't either. <laughs> like this is, this is the height of my my feelings towards Yuri Laterra, and it's still. Meh. Dean Lombardi's slipping. That's all I have to say. Okay, he's, he's losing it in his old age. Yeah. Let's stick with the uh, ladies' first theme and throw it to a fellow Temple Al, Maddie Campbell. That's right. Um, I'm just pretty... I'm not mad right now. My hot take is I'm excited, uh, as apparently BroadStreetHockey.com's biggest Misha Vorobia fan. Pretty excited that he's actually on the team. If you're on the, if you're on the Misha train right, you know, from the beginning, this is your time. Feeling pretty good. I think Jake would fight you, actually. I think he might love him as much as you do. I don't uh, know. I don't know. No, he's, he's all about Ruby. Rube, oh, Ruby that's true. Saw the germ. The germ, yeah. yeah. Ruby. We're, All right. we're, we're three to two here, Ruby, and that's what the Phantoms are Ruby. calling him. So that's you true. guys are like very in the minority of just 
horrifically moral. So you guys want to agree with Dave Hextall? That's what you want to do the same thing as Dave? No, I said Hextall. I oh, mean, Hextall. you know, a lot of times the minority was on the right side of history. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Minority opinion usually <laughs> is right in the at the end of the day. Last but certainly not least, you two are the worst people I've ever met. In my life. <laughs> from the like, athletic, I'm about to quit. From the athletic. Charlie O'Connor. I do whatever I want. So I made the point about a couple months ago that it wasn't worth getting angry about bad things that might happen but haven't happened yet. I did make that point when you guys were flipping out about something. Uh, Don't you feel foolish now? Well, some of them have happened, okay? Like, Viewer is 4C to start the year over a, a better player in Jordan Wheel. The organization somehow decided that both Laterra and Weiss are better hockey players than Taylor Lear, which is also nuts. And I'm certainly not going to tell anyone to hold back their anger when it comes to those moves. I will note, however, this this lineup still does include James Van Riemsdyk, who they signed to a massive deal in the offseason, Oscar Limblom, who will spend the entire year with the team, Mikhail Vorobiev, who hopefully will spend the entire year with the team at third line center, and Travis Anheim, who really should be in a more prominent role this year based on the comments that I've heard from both Hextall and Axtall this past month. Things aren't perfect, and yelling about them over the next half an hour, it's going to be pretty cathartic, not going to lie, but this team has still improved. A lot of correct decisions were made over the last few months, and it's really important not to lose sight of that, even when frustration starts to seep in. You are not the boss of me. Like, ma- trying to manage my feelings, for the love of God. Leave me alone, <laughs> let me live. <laughs> to build off of Charlie's point, 11 of the 12 forward spots are good. 11 out of 12, that is a home run. That's awesome. What do you mean, hmm? Like, uh, Brooks Orpik is a major part of the defending Stanley Cup champions, and we're worried about, oh, Yuri Laterra, because we have to have one guy who kills penalties? Like, who cares? We have, let's see, Giroux, Couturier, Konechny. That's a good line, right? That's a good line. I'm, I'm into it. Seems okay. Limblom, Patrick Voracek. That's a pretty good line. I like that one, too. Yeah. JVR playing third-line minutes the way he should, the way he scored 36 goals with Toronto. With Simmons and Vorobiev, I'm pretty good line for huh? that one. Lawton and Raffle are in their fourth line role. Cool. So there's one bum. All right, we have mm-hmm. more. There are more guys 25 and under than there are 25 and over on this team. There's more guys under 23 years old than there are over 29. This is a young, very good. The top pair might be the best top pair in hockey by the end of the year with Proverov and Gostas pair. Sandheim, 22. He's going to be one of your three best defenders. The bottom four defensemen, I think that's going to be in flux all year because I think all four of them stink, but hey, maybe Gudis will get back to two years ago, Gudis, and start killing uh, people. Robert Haig, thank you. Robert Haig, mm. probably not very good, probably the exact same as Andrew <laughs> McDonald. Um, he's better than Gudis, who can... No, he's not. Is he, though? Neither of them can pass. I, I, I don't know. Neither of them are very good. Gudis sucks. But beyond that, that's, like, who doesn't have holes? We're talking about uh, like a Pittsburgh team that won two cups in a row that uh, named their defenders. Who did they win those with? Latang, Justin Schultz, and I don't know, some dudes. Like the Flyers have a good team, and to be upset about the fourth line center is a first world problem. Can I can I defend myself a bit there? Okay. No. <laughs> you were all worked up there. I feel like I need to say some things. So here's the thing. If Yuri Latero was going to be the fourth line center and nothing more... For the entirety of this season, I might be okay with it. Who does he jump ahead of? I don't know because Dave Haxall is an idiot. And at uh, some point he will say, mm, I don't like the way Couturier slapped that puck into the zone. Okay. Let's throw a tear up there There's and see what happens. There's absolutely no version of reality. <laughs> he did it last year. Top line center. No, he didn't. Didn't he play like one no, shift? No, it was Valtteri Filpola. Oh, it was Filpola. Yeah, yeah it was not Latera. Filpola was the top line guy. In, in, so in no version of reality is Latera going to be anything more than a 3C. That's too high. 
It, it is. I mean, him being on the team is too high, but it's not... Maybe he'll get too high He's... and be super fast all of a sudden. <laughs> it didn't oh, I work. See what you're saying. Yeah, on cocaine. Thank yeah. you. Laterra, <laughs> it, it just, it is what it is. They like his size, which is ludicrous when they have replacements. Um, th- my biggest issues are on defense. I still am not confident that Travis Sanheim is a mainstay in this lineup. I'm really still not confident that Oscar Lindblom Blom Lindblom Blum. <laughs> is um is is going to be a a mainstay in the lineup. There's a lot of question marks that I have around that. Um but I'm willing to see how it looks for one game. <laughs> I mean, I they've, made him, one game. they've made him the second line left wing over JVR, who they just spent $7 million on. Something tells me they have a lot of confidence in Lindblom. Well, I think it's that Patrick Lindblom duo mm-hmm. did really well at the end of last season. I think that's why they've plugged him up there. It's yeah. very strange to me that JVR is third line. I'm I think, into it. Well, I, I think we'll get into it later yeah. when we get to the line combos, but I honestly think it has a lot to do with the fact that that JVR Patrick Voracek line, while it looked like it was going to work on paper, did not click in preseason. Mm. So they just kind of went back to a line that worked last yeah. year. Who's doing okay with Misha too? Yeah, let's Look, talk. There. Let's talk about the goalies now, gang, because uh, this which, is which one of the dozen? This would is you an like area. To talk about? No, like I've just said, if you're the skaters, I have so little issue with. However, I was on the show, I believe, last week saying. Hey, make an argument that Carter Hart isn't the best of these guys, and I'll wait. Don't use his age. Uh, I do have a bit of an issue here, but I get it. I get what they're doing. They want to let him learn in a, in a lower pressure situation and make sure he's good to go before he's here. He'll probably be here for the Stanley Cup playoffs and get us to to a cup run, just like Matt Murray is what I'm expecting. Uh, but they pick up Calvin Pickard, as Charlie told me his name is pronounced. Pickard. Cal- Charlie was very fired up pre-show about the pronunciation of Calvin Pickard's name. Uh, he's still non-roster status right now. What's going on with that? His How visa. Does, yeah, is it visa? Well, because he played in, in Canada. Okay. So it's, you know, he's a Canadian. He played in Canada. He's got to get some things worked out. Plus, like, you don't but, like, get there overnight. They travel. Doesn't, isn't that like Yeah, a- but it's, you work in a place rather than, you know, you're, you're technically Technically, you're working from Canada, even if you're playing in another team. But now he's going to be working out of the U.S. So it just takes some time. The same thing happened with Oduya last year when they when they claimed him. It'll just take a couple days. It'll yeah, this stuff just happens. <clears throat> Johnny Oduya. Oh, a name I thought I'd never hear again. TN right? visas are super so easy. How do we, ten, how- ten years down the line, Johnny Oduya is going to be like a great name to drop in that like the obscure Flyers bar game that you play yeah. with other Harker fans. That, that you 12. play <laughs> that fly purpley leads. <laughs> 12 of the worst minutes of hockey ever seen by someone. In, let's not get off track. Like I said, we have a lot. We have a lot. So how does this work? Is it Elliot's the guy. Right. Charlie, you wrote for now. For, well, I mean, because he could get hurt. Because yeah. because this entire goaltending situation is just in a state of flux of like, who the hell knows what can happen? Because that's what you. It's what happens when your top two goalies are a thirty three year old coming off surgery and literally the like the guy who's made out of toothpicks. That's generous. <laughs> so I like, I like expecting... toothpicks more than bird bones. Bird, <laughs> bird bones just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so are we are we expecting it like game two in Colorado? Calvin Pickard. No. Is, is he the starter then? No, I'm I'm thinking like game twelve. After twelve or so starts from Brian Elliott, that's when it's it's gonna get a little bit is once there, Brian Elliott is like legally dead. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Is there a timetable on Neuvert, or should I just expect to no. never see him so, again? So the time, I mean, you can expect never to see him again because <laughs> he's Michael Neuvert. Uh, Hexall told us that he took shots uh, on the ice uh, last Saturday, and of what? Uh, yeah, of what? Yeah. Um, well, what's he's Czech? What, what are they? HGH. What do they drink? If he was Russian, it'd be easy. It'd be vodka. God. But yeah, I like I don't, I don't know what Czechs drink. Beer. But do they just drink a lot of beer? I think so. Yeah, I don't you, know about I, a liquor. You could take shots of beer, but, yeah, but that would be disappointing. Silly. Let's say he's just doing Power shots hour. of Jaeger on the ice. <laughs> okay, I can live with that. Um, so. The expectation is that he's probably not going to be ready for the home opener, but it seems like later that week is possible. So later next week. But again, it's Neuvert. He could he could seem fine and then tear his groin again. So the Flyers Golden Age situation is just in such a state of flux because you've got Pickert now. You've got Stoli, who still is there because this visa situation mm-hmm. hasn't been figured out yet. But one assumes he will be sent down once Pickard is ready to go. When Neuvert comes back, they have to make a decision on Pickard because unless they want to keep three goalies, probably a good idea. So <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. Like to me, the the really intriguing question about the Pickard claim is this: Was it made as a rental? Because really, what they could do is they could just basically play Renegoli, rent him for two weeks until Neuver comes back, and then put him back on waivers and let Toronto pick him back up and put him in their AHL team? Or is he viewed as a potential replacement for Neuvert, who they might just be finished with? That's That was my initial reaction to this was if... I, yeah, why not just like, go with Stolars if you're just not confident in him? This to me was... Yeah, this is a long-term move. Because if it was just a week and we needed someone to sit the bench right. until Neuvert was coming back, it could just be Stolars like it was two years ago when he did that. All right, well, you just said everything that I was oh, going to say. I'm I think the concern that. there, though, is that... Because that was my thought, too. It's like, he's not Haxel never plays his backups. Stolars just going to sit. Mm-hmm. Probably, but you do have to remember that Brian Elliott is 33 and coming off of offseason surgery. And if he gets hurt in the first week, then you got to play a, a guy, a guy in Stoli who plays. Who is also just coming yeah, off? Who of played surgery. four games last year because he had two surgeries? Or you call up Carter Hart, which they obviously do not want to do. I mean, they're going to have to at some point this year. Well, possibly. He's the only guy <laughs> not coming off a of major surgery. Well, <laughs> Alex Lyon, do we know what his status is? So he he's was, not too far away, right? Yeah, he was given a three week timetable with like a week left in preseason so I'm guessing he's projected to be around like mid to late October okay so there are dudes yes. now there's <laughs> dudes the problem is there are way too many dudes for when <laughs> Neuvert may or may not be healthy ish again but when Alex Lyon is healthy again there's way too many of these guys so they're gonna have to wave Stolars mm-hmm. they're gonna have to wave Lyon Hart's already down there. Um, if they wanted to get rid of Neuvert, they'd have to wave him. Right. They'd have to wave Pickert. Right. Like, I, I just don't understand why they're trying to collect all of the mediocre goalies. Because they don't have one. That's they the do, problem. but they don't want to play him. Oh. That's that's a fair point. It's it's <laughs> interesting. Do. So Steph and I it was mostly Steph and I. I think Kelly helped a bit. Uh, no, I just said good job. At you the just end said of good it. job. At the end <laughs> of it. We were diving into the collective bargaining agreement yes. on Slack this morning. Oh, we there, read some legal terms. We did. That it was, was, it was legal ease. Hurt my head. Um, because there was a there was an idea out there that because they had claimed. Pickard, they would have to keep him on the roster for 30 days, which was weird because it's like, okay, well, you got Neuver coming back, and what are you going to do with him? You're going to carry three goalies until you're allowed to wave Pickard again. We went through the CBA, and there's I can't find anything. We couldn't find anything that implies they actually have to keep him. So what it looks like is, is just that if they were to wave him again, 
after like two weeks, then Toronto can just pick him back up. And because they were the team that waved him the first time, they don't have to keep him up with their NHL team. They can just put him straight down with the Marlies, which is what they wanted to do anyway. So one assumes that if the Flyers just say, okay, Neuvert's back, Picker, thanks for sitting on the bench for a week and a half, see you later, then Toronto will just grab him and put him back in their AHL team. One assumes. That was our interpretation of the CBA. That's what I'm assuming is correct because I just don't, I was not, I wasn't able to find anything that, that backed up this 30 day thing. Fancy, if if anybody can, education, you if, couldn't figure this if out. If anybody can find anything, please let us know. But yeah. I, I can't. So, what it looks like, and, and, you know, again, if you look at the CBA and you find something differently than what we found, it, it looked like they're able to do whatever they want within any time frame. The The question mark is if Toronto decides to to make the waiver claim, the original team, if yep. they make the waiver claim, if they're the only team to make the waiver claim, then he just goes right back to Toronto and Toronto could loan him out to anybody else because they're the original team. Right. Because we, we looked back and like last year, Antti Niemi was, was picked up by Florida on October on October 24th and then he was waived again by Florida on November 14th which is basically 20 days which is less than 30. And that was what was just wait a minute, if they did that then there can't be this 30 day thing because they didn't adhere to it, and that apparently got proved. So, and he, they didn't play ten games either. I count it. So, like, there's something going on here. And I don't think this thirty this thirty day ten game thing is actually a thing. Um, but what it boils down to is, if they wave Pickard again, they're going to lose it. Toronto will almost certainly pick okay. him up because why wouldn't they? Right. So that just seems to be the unwritten it the unwritten context in what's been going on about this thirty day thing. Like the unwritten, the unsaid is. They can't wave him within 30 days if they don't want to lose him. But the, they're not saying the second half if they don't want to lose him. Yeah. Okay. To wrap up the goalie talk. Yes. There's a lot of them. When does Carter Hart make his debut? Predictions? Next year. So just out of curiosity, do you guys think that Alex Lyon or Anthony Stolarz would be claimed? No. Yes. I don't. I think. I mean, I think Toronto did take lose a run at Lyon. both of their AHL goaltenders on waiver wire day. Yes, but it was... <sighs> I just, both of those guys had NHL experience, extensive NHL experience. Picker mm-hmm. was an NHL goalie for three years, had a year as a starter, uh, and they lost uh, McElhaney too. And McElhaney mm-hmm. spent all last year as a backup. Stolarz is, what does he play, like 10 NHL games? I don't not think, a lot. Yeah, not even they're that. not going to lose Stolarz. And Lyon played, what, like 12 last year? They could, I guess they could theoretically lose Lyon. I think there's a better chance they lose Lyon than Stolarz, yeah. but I, I still don't, I don't know. And, I mean, the Marlies got a real good look at Alex Lyon. Yeah, they that's did. true. That's they, got, they got a real good look at Alex Lyon. So if they need somebody... But but if somebody claims Lyon, they got to use him in the NHL because they'll be in the same situation oh, the true. Flyers yeah, were in right. with Pickard. Yep, yep. Anyone else? Does anyone expect to see Carter Hart this season in no. the yes. NHL? Yes. 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 I'll say yes. Not for an extended time, but yes. A game. Uh, I'll say he. I'll say he appears this year. I agree. If if he, they call him up, and I don't think that they will, but if they call him up, I don't think he plays. That's fair. I, th- I think he, I think he gets a recall. Whether he plays or not, I'm not sure, but I think yeah. he gets a recall. I don't. Yeah, I think enough things will go wrong with this ridiculous mass of <laughs> goaltenders that at some point he will need to be. You are up. in rare form. Thanks. I mean, yeah, I just think they're going to run out of goalies at yeah. some point. They're going to have to play. <laughs> they have every single goalie. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. now, yeah. <laughs> that could but change very point, quickly. And at some point, they could all very well be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Maddie? I don't know. I think two weeks ago, I would have said feeling pretty good that we see Carter Hart at some point this season, but I don't know. I'm kind of hedging on it a little bit. Yeah. 
All right. The battle for this all-important 4C spot. Now, listen. Clearly, listen. I, <laughs> I clearly would prefer Jordan Wheel. Mm-hmm. I would. I, 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 I would. However, I... <sighs> If I get eleven, out, if I get eleven out of the twelve things I want, I can't be too upset, and that's what has happened. Uh, but I do see the thing. Uh, this is more so than on ice production because the four C only has so much say over the outcome of sure, games, sure. and the outcome of games is what actually matters. This seems more like a battle for the soul of the organization. And <laughs> why can't you just? I would love to sit down with Dave and go do it my way tonight. Just see. Like that game on the uh, December twenty third, that, yes. that big mark, <laughs> the one day, that, that day, the one that day. day in time. He optimized they, the lineup. They lost in a shootout, I think, to Columbus, yeah, but yeah. it was still the day where everything was good. Yeah, like you just do this once. Let's see how it goes, and then we can go right back to your way, Dave. I'm not going to be the coach. You're going to continue to be the coach, and you can make Dale Weiss the fucking captain if you want. <laughs> all but right, let's do all it. right. Let's calm the fuck let's, down, let's, please. Let's do it my way, just this one time. They re- they refuse. They gave us almost everything we wanted except for the 4C. It's Yuri Laterra, but I get it. You do need someone to kill a penalty. However, Ugh. like the penalty kill has been so bad. It's been going bad. with the same personnel. What's the Oh, he knows how to kill penalties. Like, all right, I uh, yeah, I've seen the movie Airplane. I can't fly an airplane. Well, <laughs> you see, they say the definition of insanity is mm. doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So I think that we could all legally have Hextall, Hextall, and Lappy committed. That's a good, that's a good point. We should start proceedings. I have a question. <laughs> okay. What's up, Maddie? Do we think that this is... Are we looking at Laterra as the more or less permanent 4C, or is he the stopgap until Corbin Knight's back? That's interesting. Uh. That brings up two points I wanted to ask you guys. First, first Corbin Knight, (laughs) and second, the idea that they might play matchups against more physical teams, and I'm doing air quotes, and we're not on Facebook Live tonight, (laughs) against more physical teams, we're going to go Yori Laterra, against speedy, skilled teams, we're going to go Jordan Wheel, Corbin Knight not really knowing what his deal is because he's hurt, so we don't get to see... Which what is, their plan was what throws a monkey wrench in it, but let's put it to those three. No. Wheel, yeah. Laterra, Knight. How I, do we think that's gonna said. go? Okay, well, I don't I, I don't I, think they're gonna do that. Oh my god. <laughs> I so I, I'm sorry, I completely cut you off. Like like you wanna play matchups with your fourth so line stupid. With your fourth line, with your fourth line center and act like it makes that much of a difference. Like Yes, we want to see skilled players up and down the lineup, but that's the one position where you're going to be like, oh man, we need to make sure we have a big body in here. Like, are you kidding me? And like, he's like, so about- slow. Yeah. It's not like he can forecheck. He's just no. standing still. <laughs> like, how about we just ice the best lineup against all the teams? Like, what are you doing? So here's the thing with the wheel, and this is something I, I kind of suspected and Sam Garcidi, I'm obviously not in Vegas for the road trip, but but he is as as our most for my of the birthday. Beats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and in his column today, he had this. Now I, I wasn't there to hear the entirety of the quote, and he only put in a little bit because it was in like his notes section. But it kind of confirmed. Based on what he wrote, it kind of confirmed what I already thought. And it said, the GM said he saw Wheel as more of a top nine player who can fill in if someone isn't producing or there is an injury. And then, quote, he can play all three positions, which is good for him. He can play a skilled role for our team. This is what it all boils down to is that they do, that Jordan Wheel, the reason why he was in the race for the 3C job, 
first and foremost, I think, was because they did not want him on the fourth line. It was like he's top nine or bust, and once he didn't win the third the third line center job, there weren't any wing spots available, and it's like, all right, dude, you're in the press box because you can't play on the fourth line. Now, this is the ridiculous thing, and this is the thing that I will always rail against because, like, just put the best line on the ice. Like, a fourth line does not have to have the big slow guy who's good defensively. Like, we saw what a good fourth line was the beginning of last year with the Honeybees, and it didn't have a Yuri Laterra. It had... Young, uh, two young guys who were who had some skill, particularly Lawton. They all could skate, and Raffle was like the Laterra, except good. Like that's a good fourth line, but like it, I, I, I don't even want Wheel at four at fourth <laughs> line center. I want Lawton at fourth line center, and I want Wheel at wing. But right. they've decided Lawton's a wing because they changed their mind on his position every year. It, it's got to yeah. be frustrating yeah. for him. Like Roles you, are going to destroy us all. Scott Lawton has a job in the NHL, and that's good. There's only so many guys in the NHL. But at a certain point, he's just got to be like, yo, can I know where I'm going to play? <laughs> like, can, I, can you just tell me what my job is? Every year. They in change. Philadelphia. <laughs> that's what you get, Lawton. So the best, the best argument, though, I can make for Leterre, and this is the reason why I'm not quite as angry about it as I was when they announced that Leterre was going to make the team. Is Charlie that, was very, I was, oh my I was God, he was worked yeah, I wasn't a good man. up. Um, if Leterre isn't in the lineup, if you put Wheel in the lineup, the question is, is like, who are your six to seven penalty kill forwards? So your four that are locks are Couturier, Lawton, Roffel, and Drew is your face-off guy. So there's four. Who else can do it? Simmons can, but he's coming off injury. So do you want him penalty killing? Lindblom can, but he's slowish. I mean, he's probably better than Laterra, but he's kind of slow. I don't know how effective a penalty killer he'd be at the NHL level. Vorobiev is a rookie. I want him on the penalty. I think he'd be good at it, but I understand them thinking like, well, he's a rookie. We don't know if we want him playing in all situations in his first week of the you know his NHL career. And then they try connecting there in preseason. And he didn't look that good. So like, maybe the Laterra thing is just that they don't have any, they don't have anybody they're comfortable enough putting in the rotation and it's just like well he can do it not well but he can do it so let's put him there until we're comfortable enough with Vorobiev and Konechny and those guys to throw them in the rotation like that's kind of what I'm hoping I don't know if I really buy it but that's kind of what I'm hoping literally put anybody there Anybody. It I'll do have, it. It doesn't have to be a forward. Put a, put another defenseman there. I Thank you, care. Stephanie. I don't care. Thank like, you. Anybody. Yeah. Any goes for penalty. Go I will, forward. Yeah. I will never understand why it's it's totally acceptable to go four forwards on the power play, but three defensemen on the penalty kill is some foreign idea. Like put, like not just anybody, but any human body. <laughs> and, and anyone. Like literally pull me out of the press literally. box and I'll do it. That's You'd it. be better. I uh, so I and we're gonna move we're gonna move on to the Weiss versus Lear thing, but this I'm still angry. I, about. I, I asked this question. <laughs> I asked this question on Twitter a couple of days ago on September 28th. I asked, "Don't be a coward and say neither. Choose one and defend your assertion." This is Weiss or Lear. Who is the better hockey player? Seventy-two percent of the people who voted. I got 761 votes on this. Seventy-two percent of them went Dale Weiss. I did not. I said Yori Laterra. <laughs> yeah, I sort of get it. I mean, I don't agree, but I think the thing with Taylor Lear is like we don't know. He hasn't played. We enough. know. Like, how, do we? I do. I mean, I would be inclined to agree, but I've like, seen him play enough at the AHL level where I'm like, all right, he at least knows how to do something. Yeah, he's an AHL player. If Dale Weiss played there, he'd probably do the exact same thing. I'm not confident. We'll I find am. out. <laughs> I, I am one of the I'm, I'm one of the foremost Taylor Lear skeptics and I'm 
pretty darn confident. Now, yeah, this Weiss versus Lear thing, it appears as if, at least for now, uh, Weiss has made the team and Lear was sent down. Lear played... At least he's going to play this year. Like, God. Yeah, Lear played zero games. I didn't realize it was zero games after March 3rd. Like, he he didn't get back. I looked it up the other night. I was like, no, he had to get into one at some point. No, he didn't play. He played sparingly after the new new year and not at all after March 3rd. Uh, Didn't draw in in the playoffs at all. So he is basically at the bottom of the totem pole. They think they've seen all they need to see out of Taylor Lear. I don't, Trade him. I don't disagree beyond the fact that, I mean, I don't like uh-huh. Weiss or Laterra either, but I I see no difference between Lear or Weiss. I don't He's care. He's small. I guess my thing I is that, care. like, I'm I, don't, the team I, does. I don't think either of them are that good, but I don't think Lear is actively bad. Whereas Weiss, especially last year, was actively bad. That's fair. That's a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Lear was just kind of there. Latera closes his eyes and shoots goals. Like <laughs> yeah. that's why that's why I voted for him. Like at least his seventh sense but is hey, I can close my eyes and find a, a net. We've had those two preseason goals. He's, oh boy, he's had like a couple of. Uh, he's had a couple of. 13, he will do, then he will do really well in the AHL. You're right. He's had a couple of thirteen goal seasons, I think, in his career. Now, like I just, if you're the thirteenth, fourteenth forward, whatever, I don't. I just, I don't see Lear or Weiss or whoever drawing into the lineup all that much. So I don't think it matters. I mean, if Weiss is in the press box, I don't care. Yeah, but I don't think that's where he would. See stay if he's the guy there. To be fair, they didn't to use him much fair. last year. They used him, what, like half the game? Not a lot, yeah. And, yeah, and, the coach and, doesn't yeah. like him. No, which is Yeah, like it's not, it's not like Laterra, where the coach definitely likes yeah. Yuri Laterra and appreciates what he brings to the table. I do not get the impression Dave Haxel is a big Dale Weiss <laughs> fan. No, this is well, not because a, he's whiny. This is not a Vandevelde situation where it, he plays 81 straight games. Like, no. This guy signed a four-year contract. I don't know if he's played a one season's worth of games in two seasons. Like, it, I think he did. Maybe he's at like 90 I in think two the, years. I think the difference for me between Laterra and Weiss is that like, I watch Laterra and I just think he's cooked. Like he, he still kind of can do what he's what he's supposed to do in the defensive zone and coverage because he's pretty smart and he's you know an all star along the boards as we love to say. <laughs> um, whereas with Weiss, like he'll be, he will once in a while show flashes where he looks like he can still be good because. We, we we shit on him all the time, rightfully so, because he's not been good at Philadelphia, but he was pretty decent before that. Like, he didn't used to be this bad, whereas Letera, I think, was always just a product of, oh, of yeah. Vladimir Tarasenko. But, like, Weiss will have moments, and, like, Weiss can still skate. Weiss is still a big dude who occasionally can throw hits and mix it up. Like, there, you, you look at him, you're like, there's still something there. I don't know where it is, but there's still <laughs> something there. Like, people in Montreal like Dale Weiss. When, I think it was a national reporter, somebody, uh, like, put out just everyone who was on waivers the one day and it was the day we wo- we waved wove the, day, <laughs> the day we wove it uh, <laughs> the day we waved both uh lear and weiss and like there were and you know it's a list of 20 names and there were like seven or eight replies out of 30 that were like hey weiss wouldn't be such a bad pickup i'm like take him <laughs> but, like, I, get, like, as well, a, I mean as a 13 idiots were also pleased to get rid of pk Subban. Well, so yeah. as yeah. a 13th or 14th forward i don't mind him. I don't think he's very, like, you all know I have a personal problem with Dale Weiss because yes. one, his name, like 
Charlie hates Picard or Pickard. 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 <laughs> it's Weiss. His name is Weiss. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to. Can I can I explain for a second why like I irrationally do not like Calvin Pickard? <laughs> it's because you hate the fans. It's basically because there was a vocal contingent of fans on Twitter who, for the past year and a half, have been screaming at me that the Flyers should acquire Calvin Pickard, and I was always like, why? What is what is spectacular about this guy? And I and I I heard it way more than I should for a goalie that isn't very good. And what about they fi- and they finally got him. <laughs> See, I actually don't mind Chad Johnson because at least <laughs> because I can make the Osho, I can make the Osho yeah. Sink Joe joke. That's funny. But like Calvin Pickard, like what do you guys see in this guy? I don't so know, you're saying maybe you're I'm not a Trekkie. Maybe he's going to be awesome, and maybe I'll have to was, eat my I'm, words. I'm, but I'm, like I just I had to see this guy's name so much on Twitter from people, it drives me up the wall. Watching Charlie's evolution, not his fault. It's just watching drives me up the Charlie's wall. evolution now that he's been a full time beat writer for a year. It's astounding. Maybe Panache <laughs> and Boric aren't that bad, and it's us. All all right, well, number one, <laughs> no. Panache is, is a delight. <laughs> yeah, I that as, that a, as a, yeah. He is no, a delight. He, he, he is, is a human, is great. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it, even the fans. Boric, however. To be honest, <laughs> even the fans that, like, obsess over Pickard, like, I generally like those fans <laughs> that do it, but they just can't shut up about Calvin Pickard, ever. And it's just, So nobody at Charlie, ever. All right, so finally. <laughs> he would feel before, a lot better if you just stopped talking untrue. to him. Untrue. Before we get worse. Before... <laughs> Before we get to he our metro, feel a lot better if we stop talking to him. <laughs> that feels right. <laughs> Before we get to our metro preview, one last thing, and we we alluded to it earlier. JVR expected to begin the year on the third line. Uh, I got to tell you, I kind of like it. I don't know if I love the makeup of that line. However, if they get a ton of offensive zone starts and you get them out there at Proverov and Ghost, I'll be very happy about it. Um, I'm incredibly down. You've got a rookie yeah, surrounded by two strong veterans, mm-hmm. and as with JVR and Simmons both, it's like net front guys. I want them both alternating, parked there. Verobia just feeding the pucks from behind the net. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Uh, I think it can. I think it can operate as a mini power play line if you get the right defenseman, you know, out there with them or after stoppages. Who's it going to be? <laughs> oh, it's going to be Hague. It's going to be Hague. Yeah, oh, yeah. every single time. Oh yeah. Uh, if you're like after when you're out for offensive zone faceoffs, get those five out there together, and you could probably do do some good work. Uh, the thing I looked up that I liked about JVR on the third line of Toronto forwards who played forty or more games last year. JVR was 10th in average time on ice. He played basically third line minutes for them last year. Yep. Was good on the power play, but had his like best even strength season ever. I think there's something to putting him in the right matchups, letting him do his thing, and not overextending him so he can really help your power play as well. So I, I don't disagree with that, but I think it's missing something. Okay. Is that... JVR racked up all those goals, yes, when he was a third liner, but he was also on the top power play unit. Yeah. He's not on the top power play unit, at least to start the year. Simmons is. So my concern with this is primarily that JVR is getting third line minutes and second unit power play time. I don't think he's going to get off to a very good start, and people are going to go nuts. <laughs> That'll be I great, can't though. Wait for people. Uh, to people just will rip be pissed. JVR, yes. like if he, has, if he has two goals on November first, yeah. people are going to be furious. Hextall has no fucking idea what he's doing. Seven million dollars. <laughs> this bum. Oh my god, it's going to be great. <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea of having three lines that can score something different. God, I thought you were going to say you kind of like the idea of hating JVR. <laughs> oh, I, I, did, I did that already. Trade him for Luke around. Shen. We need more physical. 
yeah, I, I just love, I think there's something. Yes, he did play on their top power play unit. I do think he can help the Flyers' second power play unit. Um, anything that's God, not, I hope so. Anything that's not a wet turd on skates <laughs> yeah, exactly. would probably be an improvement over the second power play of the last few seasons, especially the one last year that got outscored was actually minus. <laughs> was actually minus <laughs> on the power so, play. I love that. It's, fact. it's the most unbelievable thing. I will bring it up on every show until the end of time. Cause Please it's the most do. unbelievable shit in Please the world. Please do to because me. it slipped my mind yeah. and I needed that that slap down to one reality. Goal. One goal in eighty two games with five guys on the ice. Not on the first unit. Unbelievable. Now to our Metro Division preview. As Yay. Stephanie said, we needed to get to this show. I am all about it, and we are going to start out. Uh, of course, we've been doing our, our division previews on Ice Sport Radio, which you can find right on the Broad Street Hockey Radio feed now. I'm What's, making a face because I don't think I released the Atlantic one yet. Right, but well, by, the time, by the time you're listening to this, it will probably be up. You can find most of our division previews on the Broad Street Hockey podcast feed right now. Ice Sport Radio, something we're doing Patreon only. Now it is released to you for free, like this week or next week, whenever we get around to it. But it is a new show on Broad Street Hockey. Uh, and we are, we've been doing our division previews. This is our last one, the Metro. The defending Stanley Cup champion, Washington Capitals. They finally did it. Do we think they can repeat? Do you think there will be Stanley Cup hangover? It certainly does not look like it tonight. <laughs> so, I mean, right now, they're they're up 6 nothing on the Bruins. 6-0? Oh, it's 6-0. Wow. That Ooh. is something. Yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead and say that this summer that they spent in the drunk tank kind of was not that bad. Brought them all together. <laughs> it was all fuel. Yeah. It, it was, you know, team building. Uh-huh. Um, they didn't change much about their team. No. However, oh, this should have been my hot take. <laughs> 20 game suspension for Tom Wilson. For the $31 million dollar is, man. I mean, that like makes them better if we're being real. It does. But <laughs> how amazing is that? 20 there's, games. There's a fact about this suspension that I find incredible. Uh, so Wilson signed a new deal in July, six-year deal with $31 million with an AAV of $5.166 million. Uh, his base salary for the upcoming season, $1.1 million. So Wilson will literally play this season for free. Uh, granted, when he signed the deal, he you know got a five million dollars signing bonus on you know in the NFL. It's ten days after you sign. I don't know what it is in the NHL, but pretty soon after he signed his contract, he was handed a check for five million. That was July, but. Now he'll actually lose money. He's already dipping Good. in. We made the joke about maybe Washington threw him a couple extra bucks because of fines. One point one million is his base salary. One point two million he's going to forfeit over this twenty game suspension. Now I expect it to be reduced to like fifteen, seventeen. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's going to. Mm-mm. It'll go to an independent arbitrator. He'll fight this till the death. He's I mean, not he's going to fight it. I just don't know he's, he's going to win. Up one point two million bucks. <laughs> so. Yeah. Here's the thing. When they came and, and they announced what it was going to be, it, it was said, like, the the words, um, I'm scrolling. Oh, they were very stern. Very stern Unprecedented words. frequency of suspension. That's, I, mm-hmm. I actually took a screenshot of it tonight because they were talking about a pregame. I'm going to try to bring it up quickly. Um, uh, here it is. Yeah, in the last 105 games played, he's been suspended four times. Uh 
today, the day he was suspended, uh, 20 regular season games. May 2018, you know, the playoffs that just ended, uh, three playoff games he was suspended for. Last October, boarding, he got four games. And September 2017, last preseason, he got two preseason games for an interference play. I just think it's going to get... I just think it's going to get reduced because there's no precedent for this. And maybe there's no precedent for it because no one's been suspended more games than they've played in a, in a calendar year. <laughs> well, but I just Rocky like Torres he got, got 20. Didn't he, he? he got 40. 40, yeah. 41, something like yeah. that. Yeah, like half a year. To yeah. go from two to four to three to 20, like if I'm, if, if, if I'm his lawyer, I'm going, yeah, nah, this ain't what you do. So it's going to be 10 and it's going to be 10. I mean, do we know how badly hurt? Sunquist is. I mean, I think his I face think, looked very. His face like, looked a little gnarly. Mangled. I think he's got a concussion. Yeah, I, I don't know. Less than ideal. Um, there was an, there was a tweet. I was actually just looking it up from Greg Wyshynski that he's since deleted because they're going to appeal it. But from a Department of Player Safety source that said something to the effect of in the modern era, in the modern NHL, they have never had to deal with a problem player like this. Mm-hmm. They've and, and like. Washington fans can defend him forever if they want to, but this is this is a, obviously a player that's out of control that obviously has no concern for his fellow man. That's I am a as you all know Tom Wilson defender. You're um, garbage. I, I, I'm a Tom Wilson Love defender. <laughs> However, uh, this one was predatory. It was preseason. It was yeah. This is a preseason game. It's the ex- it's the crackback play. It's blindside. It's a hit to the head. He had so much time to choose not. There are so many plays that happen where people are like, oh my god, put him in jail. And I'm like, listen, I get it. It's, it looks really bad, but they're going really, really fast out there. He had a day and a half to I- decide I'm not going to concuss this guy. And he hit him directly in the head. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't even like it was part of a play. He just went for him. Yeah. he it, wasn't like even anywhere near run this, yeah, it, it, it was the straight up the David Booth, the yeah, Michael Richards play, like that. And it, it reminded me of that yeah, one. It yeah. looked, it, and it was just, yeah. this was bad. Yes. I, I, I think it's going to get reduced, but I think he deserves it. I just think, like, based on precedent, it's going to get reduced. Uh, it, it was bad, though. I, I think that they're going to set precedent with him. I, I It needs to be done. Well what was that? As they very well should. Yeah. yeah. It very much needs to be done. And if this is a, hey, you're a problem. Like, we're going to we're gonna legislate you differently than everyone else because, like, Radko Gudis isn't as bad as you. I get it. That's fine. But yeah. I just, I don't, you know. So going back to the black, the, the capitals themselves. Yeah. Uh, what do we think about this team? Like, do we view this team as one of the cup favorites or they was, was last playoff run just kind of like everything went right for I, them. Yeah. Now they fall back to earth a bit. Everything I, went right last yeah. season. I think they'll be in the mix for the top of the division, but I don't, I wouldn't say that they're a cup favorite right now for me. Yeah. Cup yeah. That, yeah that's exactly what I was going to say. Not a cup favorite, but definitely in the running for top of the division. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. Like I see two distinctly different paths for them. It's, we finally did it. We know we've been good enough this whole time, and we finally got over the Penguins Mountain, and that allowed us to get over the Stanley Cup hump. And now we are, you know, all that's behind us, and we're good enough. We and we can continue to be this good. Or 
you exhale. You go, mm-hmm. oh my God, after this long, like Washington's never won a cup. So I looked up some streaks in the past. Uh, the two most famous, I didn't look them up. It's the two most famous I could think of uh, oh, okay. teams. <laughs> the Rangers went, you know, 100 years or whatever without a cup. 94 Rangers finally win the Messier guarantee, all that stuff. Next year, fourth in the division, lost in the second round. And they also went into that year with a new coach, which is kind of an unprecedented mm-hmm. thing that, you know, all of a sudden, oh yeah, Trotz wins the cup and yeah, he's out. Uh, Todd Reardon's our coach now. Yeah, it's it's fine. And the 2010 Blackhawks. You know, it's it was the start of a dynasty, a modern era dynasty. But in the following two two seasons, they lost in the well, yeah, the the next season finished third in the division, lost first round. The next year, I think they were fourth in the division and lost in the okay, first. Okay, well, round. to be fair there though, part fair. the reason why that happened was because they had to blow up the team. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. that, because they literally didn't have enough cap space for five players because that team, the yeah. 2010 team, was so goddamn loaded that it was unfair. Yeah, they had Dustin Bufflin playing forward. Yeah, they didn't need it. <laughs> they didn't need another top pair defenseman. Like, so, so I, I, don't, I don't know if that was as yeah. much so much a hangover as so much as like we had to. Ditch like three, three or four really good players, and I think, I think it counts. to make a cross sport reference because I know Steph loves them. The Philadelphia Eagles clearly Super Bowl hangover. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I, we'll like, see. I, I see a way that this could go either way for them. What do you do? You hold, the f- hold on, they're two and two, say, and, we'll and the Eagles are suffering a, a hangover. Yeah, they're, absolutely. They're two and two, and their starting quarterback and starting like their number one wide receiver just came back. <laughs> All right, get over yourself. Go Birds. Please continue, Matt. But we definitely expect them to be in the top <laughs> yeah. three. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I, I, um, I kind of go this... Oh, go ahead, Manny. I was just going to say, I think the big open question for me with the Caps is goaltending, because who's their backup now? Some guy. Yeah, it's Some not guy. Ilya Samsonov, <laughs> no, which I yet. expected. It's They said his name tonight. Phoenix Copley? Yeah, yeah. Of course. And, and I immediately I immediately dislike this guy because he doesn't spell Phoenix the normal way. He spells it... Instead of P-H-O-E, it's P-H-E-O. That annoys me. Maybe his parents didn't know how to spell Phoenix when he was born. It just bothers me. (laughs) This goes back to the picker thing. It bothers me when (laughs) names are spelled the way they shouldn't be spelled. Just just annoys me. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, like Grubauer was very good for them last year when they needed him to be when Holpe was not very good. Um, So if he shits the bed again this year, like... do they have? Is their backup good enough to bail them out? And I, I don't know. I think that's an underrated. Th- Even if you have a guy like Holtby, I think at some, if you're planning on making a cup run, his name is Funky. <laughs> if you're planning on making a cup run, even if you have a guy like Holtby who is having a good season, at some point. I think you just need to give him a little rest. I think you need to shut mm-hmm. him down for a week or a week and a half, whatever. Two weeks, and just say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna let this happen." I don't know if they have that. Uh, I don't know if they have that luxury this time around. Now, the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're the freaking Penguins. They have any chance that they're not in the top three. We can move on. Only in my dreams. (laughs) They do do have Jack Johnson in their defense. That's true. Their defense is kind of shoddy. That's what I meant to say, and I forgot where I was going with my point about the the Flyers' defense. Is like, they're throwing out Jack Johnson. You know, and they're they've won two of the last three cups. Yeah, but they have Mike Sullivan. So. I I was at a wedding last weekend, and th- it was outside of a music festival, and everyone was like, "Oh, Jack Johnson is here! Jack Johnson is staying in the hotel." I'm like, <laughs> the other Jack Johnson. Like, why are you interested in a hockey player? It took me a very because long time better to realize together. he's a musician. <laughs> oh, jeez, the only one I know. The, talking though about Pittsburgh for a second, you know, Maddie brought up the goaltending for Washington. To me, the goaltending for Pittsburgh is intriguing because Murray was not good last year. No, he wasn't, and 
this is a big year for him in terms of proving that he's the guy from those first two playoff runs, and he isn't a guy that like teams have started to figure out. Yeah, that's a, like that happens with young goalies. Like I saw Brian Boucher bust on the scene and look like the best young goalie in hockey, and then he went on to have the career of Brian Boucher, a good long career. But to trade Mark, you know, to move Mark Andre Fleury for him, and all of a sudden not have a goalie that you can count on to be the guy would be a blow to Pittsburgh. Boo hoo! Uh, <laughs> I'm just breaking down their teams. Just saying, definitely a concern for them. Yeah, they need him to have a bounce back year. I, I, I would bet that he would, but I don't think it's a certainty. And if it doesn't happen, then they like they don't have a lot of young guys. And a lot of the young guys they do have are mostly dependent on Crosby and Malkin. Like Murray is if if he's as good as they hope he's going to be, he's kind of their bridge. Like, oh well, yeah, Crosby and Malkin are getting older, but we have this really good yeah. young goalie. And then if they if he's not a really good young goalie, then it's like, well, we have Jake Gensel, who probably wouldn't be anything especially <laughs> good if he wasn't playing with one of Crosby and Malkin all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, it's actually nice that at this point, it's no longer a certainty that they're going to be at the top of the division. Yeah. And for a long time, it was just a foregone conclusion. So it's it's fun for us. All right, real quick with the Flyers. Um, that team. This is a team, I, I believe, them. that will challenge to win the division this year. I think they might. Anyone picking them to win the division? No. 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 But I think top three is a fair assessment. a challenge. I yeah. think one or two is almost a necessity, because I, I don't want to go on the road to start a playoff. I have, no. tr- I have trouble seeing them out of the top four. Like, I don't know. I I, I just don't. I don't know. I don't think there's any teams below Columbus that I think have much of a chance of being better than the Flyers unless the Flyers really collapse. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll be right there at number three again. But like a solid number three not Not, makes it at the last minute because Florida (laughs) lost number three. I think there's a really good chance Flyers could win the division. I see them finishing one or two in the division. Columbus, cool. Columbus Blue Jackets. Talk about a team that could go either way this year. This thing could get shitty fast for them. I, they have enough to win, absolutely to at least win a playoff round. You know, be a good team in this division. Do they? But this thing could get bad. Panarin and Bob have basically both said, "Yeah, we ain't coming out, back." Yeah. Um, John Tortorella. It's not like he's a guy who lasts forever. This is going to be his fourth year. He's there's only like one coach in hockey who's been with his current team more than five years. This thing could get bad for them in a real hurry. Do we think they hold it for? God, I've had about enough of them. I, I think they. Been. I think they could win the division. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be a disaster, but I think they can win the division. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 but I, I'm I'm on a limb here on this panel because half the panel thinks they're just trash. Yeah. I, no, I think they're me, a really good team no, on I paper. Think, I think there's a there's a path for them to win the division. I just don't think they're one of the three best teams. But that shit happens all the time. It's hot. Yeah. Like the Golden Knights went to the Cup last year. I don't believe in the Columbus Blue Jackets. Same. If you were to ask me which way I think it's going to go, it's poorly. You think it's going to fall apart because yeah. of that? Yeah, I think it could. Definitely could. I mean, we're what? On, on year four of Tortorella? Yeah. yeah. He's due for a big time emotional collapse. Yeah. Because he's <laughs> like you know, with, with his, his players quitting yeah. on him mm-hmm. and just refusing to play and him throwing things on the ice and into <laughs> locker rooms. <laughs> yes. Like, we're due for a good Tortorella blow up. Yeah. He's been too calm for too many years. Yeah. We're ready. It's time.
The Devils, the New Jersey Devils, 97-point season last year. They were a playoff team. I think they're better than people think they are. I really, really do, but I know I am wrong. So you're, I, you're, you're taking the Steph, uh, the Steph position this year with the Devils. I, I just think... He uh, is. I think in those exact words. <laughs> they have some good players. I think they have some underrated players. I and uh, listen, And for the first time in my life, like, really... Goaltending's their big problem, I think. Corey Schneider was not good. Now he's hurt. They brought he in Eddie, hurt. They brought yeah. in Eddie freaking Lack. I mean, Keith Kincaid looked pretty good last year, but Listen, how good is Keith Kincaid? Eddie Lack has a tattoo of a taco. He likes tacos. <laughs> That's kind of cool. All right. Oh, Come on. Oh, grant him that. Respect. Come on. So I feel like I don't think that, I mean, Taylor Hall is obviously very good. I'm not sure that he's going to repeat an MVP caliber, I don't know why I can't say that word, performance. And I think that if he doesn't, we're obviously going to see a much more grounded Devils team than we saw last year. They were really on on the back of Taylor Hall. Does that balance out if he shears better? He won't be because um, no one's better. Well, well, yes. They have the reigning Hart Trophy winner in Taylor Hall. He's only 26. Mm -hmm. Nico's 20. He was the first overall pick a year ago. Jesper Bratt was good last year. He's 20. My guy, Will Butcher, 24. Miles Wood, Damon Severson. Charlie's favorite guy, Pavel Zaka, who I'm told looks faster this year. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to help him so much. Michael McLeod and Joey Anderson are both knocking on the door to the NHL. I think they Oh, is that how you say that last name? Yeah. Did you hear the the Devils coach apparently said that well Pavel Zaka could take the same trajectory that Sean Couturier did. It's like no, Sean Couturier in his first two years was good. Pavel Zaka has been like his rookie year he sucked. Last year he was like okay he's a passable bottom sixer. Like no. I think the reason why I'm so anti-Devils is because aside from Nico who's awesome and Butcher who I like a lot I think all of their other young players are kind of Nothing. I know I you I, like Sammy Vonton. I don't think Miles Wood is very good. I don't think Jesper Brad is very good. I don't think Pavel Zaka is very good. Like, there's, I think Save Steven Santini sucks. Like, everybody they have that's young, except for Nico and Butcher, I think is like just irrelevant. I have some Devils fan friends who would agree with you about some of those points. They're like, yeah, these guys ain't as good. <laughs> they're straight I, up like, I'm happy they, they're winning, but like, then Jesper Brad isn't this good. <laughs> I think the Devils are going to have the same type of season that they had last year. I think that they are playoff bound. Um, they do need to shore up some of their goaltending issues. Again, some of their defensive issues, but um, I, I think that they're, they're a team that people are going to continue to underestimate because they don't have Brodeur. Prior to the Eric Carlson trade, the Carolina Hurricanes were uh, made the blockbuster move of the uh, yeah, of the so offseason, bringing in Dougie Hamilton. Aside from Tavares, yeah, I don't, yeah, Douglas. I mean trade, I mean yeah, <laughs> trade. Fair, fair. Uh, brought in Dougie Hamilton, brought in Michael Furland, uh, and prospect Adam Fox out of Harvard. They sent him to. Uh, they sent Noah Hannafin and Elias Lindholm to Calgary. Bit of a shakeup here for a team that we've been saying on paper, hey, put this together. Of course, they moved Jeff Skinner as well, and they haven't been able to put it on paper, so they shook things up, and did they make themselves better? I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot, because I actually weirdly caught a couple of Calgary games this preseason, and both Hannafin and Lindholm like, look really good. And I mean, we know Douglas... Hamilton. Thank you. <laughs> Thank like, you. He is good, so I think there's a bit of a safety net there. But like, I mean, we know Lindholm going to be playing on the top line in mm-hmm. Calgary with 
Monaghan and Gaudreau and if he breaks out there if Hannafin gets better like do they miss him? Does that trade start to look a bit more lopsided? That's, uh, I think Carolina got the best player in the trade in uh, Teach Me How to Hamilton. And <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> love it. I do really I, like that. I think I think they got the best player. However, like reading about that trade, I really liked Calgary's reasoning for it. It had team building reasons for it, and the Calgary thing just seemed like, hey, we need a culture change here. And maybe they do. They have a new head coach, Rod Brendamore. Of course, they sent Bill. Peters packing, which is probably addition to by, Calgary. Yeah, to, to Calgary. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess he resigned. He didn't send him packing. Yeah, well, I, I, he resigned. I think he saw the writing on the yeah, wall. Okay. I think yeah. he, he could tell the owner was not going to stick with him for very long, and he's like, "Well, let me just get out of here now." Uh, I like Rod Debod as a as a person. I don't. As, and he's as, really good. As dude. a former hockey player, I don't know if he can coach or not. I guess we'll see. Uh, it, Carolina finally take another step. Nine straight years out of the playoffs. I would like mm. to see them do well. They're really Morazic now, though. So like. <laughs> I really, goaltending I mean, remains their problem. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to have to start the year with Peter Morozik as their starter. Because well, Scott not Dallas ideal. Hurt. Yeah. We've, well, se- we've seen this game. We know <laughs> we've how seen this, this movie, guys. You're we know how there. this turns out. You get a solid 45 minutes of really good goaltending from Peter Morozik, and then it all goes And then he shit. forgets how to turn left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Just so bad. The good news is that when the Flyers play the Hurricanes, they'll at least know how to beat Morozik. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's going to shut them out twice this year. That feels right. I know this game. I think the Flyers are going to win the division, but Carol- they won't beat Carolina. <laughs> they will be 0-6. Has given them a problem. <laughs> they always yeah, have. They do. Yeah, they do. They always have. I actually, I had something else to say about the Devils that I forgot. So let me backtrack real okay. quick. Um, they're the subject of a show on the NHL Network called mm, "Fuck um, Empty Arena." The New no, Jersey it's like, Devils it's like story. Behind, behind the benches. It's something behind the glass. It might be. <laughs> I, I don't. Shit, I absolutely forget what it's. <laughs> oh, called. it's like the yeah. It's, it's like inside their training camp. Yeah, yes. it's, it's like their hard knocks thing. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is, and I forget what it's called. Oh, that's cool. Um, have to watch. I've it heard is, it's it good. Is, it's good. It's really cool, but you have to watch them cut players. And you said it's NHL Network. It's on the NHL. Oh, they're Network. actually producing content. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You have to watch <laughs> them. Just leaf blower chew, infomercials. Chew their face. Cut prospects from camp, and it is. I love emotional. Ooh. I love that stuff. Like I watch Hard Knocks every year, and I'm like, this is the exact same show. I'm not going to watch it. Then I'm sitting there like, no, oh my do. god, yeah. It is emotional. Right. So go, go, can, let me just make a real behind quick the glass Calgary, is what it's called, Carolina. I just yeah. I have a feeling that they're going to kind of be like the the playoff version of the Capitals, where it's like the one year where we're like, all right, we're done picking you as a surprise <laughs> team. You guys are always going to suck. That's going to be the year they explode. Oh, yeah, well, Caroline is going to win the President's Trophy. <laughs> well, the nerd computer boys will have to stop liking them first, and that's never going to happen. No. As long as they have Eric T, we're going to keep liking him. I know. So our Islanders, obligated. these Indeed. Islanders here, um, mm. they, mm-hmm. every billboard in town should just say, we have Matthew Barzell. And that's it. <laughs> He's still here. That's Don't it. forget yeah, about like him. He didn't leave. Like they signed Valtteri Filbola, Leo Komarov, and Ross Johnston. Who? They traded for Matt Martin to reunite the best fourth line in hockey, which they're going to use as their you know third <laughs> line, with, their Casey third line. Yep. <laughs> with Casey Sezikis and Cal Clutterbuck. Uh, yeah, they're going to use the best fourth line ever as the fifth, third line <laughs> and have a whole other Ooh. fourth line that features Brawler or Rolls Johnston. Uh, I think they're going to be really bad. You but think? 
I think they might be kind of fun because they're just going to brawl. No. And I'm for uh, that. I want to see one team in the league. kill a bunch of guys. Yeah, I want to yeah. see no, one. No, I'm not here for that. I want to see one team in the league just goon it up, and I think they could do that. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually say something like mildly controversial here with regards to the Islanders. And it's actually, it'll actually be good for the Flyers if this plays out. I don't think they're going to be as bad as people think because I think Trotz is a good coach. Okay. And I think yeah, Trotz okay. is going to, like, I don't think they're going to be good, but I think they're going to be, like, sixth or seventh in the draft bad, mm-hmm. which honestly is a disaster for them because yeah. they, yes. they need to tank for Hughes. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. They need their 1C again. And I think Trotz is too good of a coach. Like, I think they're going to win some, like, a, a good amount of, like, 2 1 games because he's just going to defense the shit out of that team and it's going to be super low scoring, super low in hockey. That's what I'm thinking. Could be wrong, but in the end, if that's the way it plays out, the Flyers will be happy because that means Jack Hughes isn't in their division. I really like that Lou is just like, fuck you, nerd. I'll show you. I'm going to take love, all the Goonie players that I loved in Toronto. I'm going to bring Dude, them here and prob- show you. Yeah, he's probably like, oh my God, thank you so much for taking Matt Martin. That's, I love thank how you. He, thank you. he signs Uncle Leo mm-hmm. and then trades for Matt Malay. This is a team that has, the, the Leafs are a team that are going to be in cap trouble and yeah. you just took Matt Martin off their hands. Lou sucks. And I just, yeah. I, uh, the other New York team, the Rangers, uh, I, I have it here on the outline, but I'm going to say, guess who their highest paid forward is? Mika Zibanejad is their highest Ooh, paid They're forward. rebuilding. They are. To their credit, they went yeah, all they, in on the rebuild. They didn't do a bunch of stupid shit, which is, you know, the Rangers. That's what they do. Yeah. Um, but, my God, they're going to be so bad. Yes. I'm here for it, to be honest. I couldn't wait for this day. I really want to see. I can't wait to see that loser, Henrik Lundqvist, just get lit up every night. See, you guys make fun of me for not liking teams, for hating teams, but like this is one that I love to hate, and I'm so happy right now in their downfall. Are you watching this Matthews overtime goal? I mean, oh, I'm, they I'm happy with it. He's on my fantasy team, so. Yeah. All did, he win, did they win it? They won it OT, yeah. Oh, good for, good for Montreal. Got Matthews is always good on opening points. night. Didn't he have like the oh, four-goal yeah, opener four of his yeah, career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves opening game. It's that's first, one first game in the NHL ever. Hey, only 69 more points to go for Montreal. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might be good. Fair. I don't know. I, I, I like uh, I like Garello a lot. Yeah, so, I, I like him. Yeah, I think he's good. I think he's a fun player to watch. The Rangers are just like, I credit them because they're at least admitting. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's true. They're they're kind of in a lot of ways doing what I think a subsection of the Flyers fan base, one of the Flyers who yep. like five years ago, which is just bottom the hell out yeah. and then go from there. We'll see if it works. I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting case study at the very least. I think that they'll end up blowing some money this season. I don't think they're actually going to do well, what the Panarin. Right Panarin has said he like there's it's high, heavily rumored he wants to go to New York. Yeah, so he it, wants a big market. Yeah. Panarin is the only, biggest one. Panarin's one of these like L.A., Chicago, uh-huh. Philly guys. But like it, not even that. It's been New rumored York, that like yeah. New York is his number one choice. And yeah, it, it would be very interesting to see what they would do if he's like, hey, I want to come here. Hey, we're in a rebuild. Hey, but I really want to come here. Like, would they be like, OK, <laughs> so remember how well that worked out for Kevin Shattenkirk? F- fair. <laughs> that that was <laughs> oh. some really really good decision making there, Kev. Uh, he got his money. <laughs> it's true. He's back home. All right, yeah. uh, we are team, but he's back we're home. out of time, so I'm just well, gonna go around the table with Stanley Cup predictions. Who are your two finalists? Who's your champ? Step ooh, first. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The Leafs mm-hmm. and the Jets, and the Leafs win. And all Canada Stanley Cup final. That's my dream. God, God that'd be awful. I Free was gonna in the say woods. the glitters, but I couldn't quite get there. <laughs> all right, uh, Nashville Leafs. I think Nashville wins. Damn it, Kelly. Matt. Sorry. 
You just took my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Predators, Bolts, Bolts win. Charlie. Ooh. Nashville Leafs, Nashville wins, but Kelly took my entire pick. Uh, well, I'm very I smart. I can't remember Good, who I had coming out of the East. Uh, I have, oh, Sharks, Tampa, Sharks win it finally. Joe gets his. Oh my God, I would love that so That'd much. That'd be funny. That'd be fun. Battle of the Blue up. Lines. That is all the time we have for you on Broad Street Hockey Radio this week. Thank you so much for joining. Hockey has begun. We've made it, everybody. The regular season is here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Of course, we're not on Facebook, so no thank you to any of you people because you're not here. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) Are you ready to talk about sports? I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>